Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today we begin the letter of Paul to the church at Philippi, the Philippians. The church at Philippi was special to Paul because it was his first church, the first church that he established in Asia Minor. And you know, in life, there's nothing like your first, your first love, your first kiss, your first car, your first job, your first apartment or house. Each of these is important. It may not necessarily be where you land or end up in life, but it is important because it's your first. And so for Paul, the church at Philippi is significant. And although he goes on to build churches that are much bigger than the church at Philippi, he mentions that the people at Philippi respond to him typically first when he is lifting up an offering for the orphans, the widows in Jerusalem, Whatever occasion that uh, he reaches out to, to them, they respond first. Uh, and they realize, I think, that Paul has gone on to become really a great theologian, a great evangelist for the church. Uh, the occasion for the writing of this letter is the imprisonment of Paul in Rome as he awaits a hearing before the emperor. Paul writes the church, which probably meets at the home of Lydia. In my opinion, this four-chapter book contains some of the most positive and uplifting verses in the entire Bible. I thank you for joining me in the spiritual process. And so let us begin now with chapter one. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons, grace to you and peace from the God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you, because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will begin it to com will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to think this way about all of you because you hold me in your heart. For all of you share in God's grace with me, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight to help you to determine what is best, so that in the day of Christ you may be pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. I want you to know, beloved, that what has happened to me has actually helped to spread the gospel, so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to everyone else that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers and sisters, having been made confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, dare to speak the word with greater boldness and without fear. Some proclaim Christ from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. These proclaim Christ out of love, knowing that I have been put here for the defense of the gospel. The others proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but intending to increase my suffering in my imprisonment. What does it matter? Just this, 
that Christ is proclaimed in every way, whether out of false motives or true, and in that I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. For I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance. It is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in any way, but that by my speaking with all boldness, Christ will be exalted now as always in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which I prefer. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in faith, so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. Only live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come see you or am absent and hear about you, I will know that you are standing firm in one spirit, striving side by side with one mind for the faith of the gospel, and are in no way intimidated by your opponents. For them this is evidence of their destruction, but of your salvation, and this is God's doing. For he has graciously granted you the privilege not only of believing in Christ, but of suffering for him as well since you are having the same struggle that you saw I had and now hear that I still have. What a beginning to the first chapter in the letter of Paul to the church at Philippi, the Philippians. I'd like to offer with you a few questions for reflection. Number one, what images come to your mind when Paul talks about thanking God for every remembrance of you? That's in verse 3. Number two, how has your impression of this book changed? As you consider that Paul, uh, as he writes this letter, he is actually under house arrest in Rome. Three, why does Paul feel that his imprisonment has helped to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ? What does it mean to you to live your life in a manner worthy of Christ Jesus? And finally, what other thoughts do you have on this chapter? I'd like to conclude uh, this lesson with a prayer based on what we have just read. Let us pray. Lord, help me to live my life in a manner that is worthy of you. Guide my words, my thoughts, and my actions, that I might be acceptable in thy sight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ located in the heart of Detroit and at the very tip-top in the medical center area of Detroit. We're located at 600 East Warren Avenue, and I invite you to stop by and worship with us at any point. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning, and also Wednesdays at noon. Tomorrow, we will be reading from the second chapter of the letter of Paul to the Philippians. I hope you can join me. I also hope that you will encourage a friend to join in as well. Until tomorrow or the next time, God bless.